And we've got the fantastic Naomi talking to us this morning. So excited. Uh, Naomi, could you come up? Because I think we're going to start with the first of two quizzes today. Absolutely. Oh, Action pack. So if we could have the slides up, that would be great. You, it's a very visual slide today. We're going to be talking about foundations and houses. So we need the first slide up to show you what a foundation actually is. Often, unless you're on a building site, you won't see them because they're hidden underneath the ground. So that's a foundation. And now I'm going to show you some pictures of buildings. And we're going to cycle through them. And you've got to tell me if you think these buildings have foundations. So thumbs up if this house has a foundation. Oh. Where, where's the house? <laughs> if, does this house have foundations? Oh, I'm starting off easy. These, this house has a, has a foundation. <laughs> they, they don't trust you. <laughs> well, I'm presuming it does. Anyway, um, and the next slide. Does this house have a foundation? No, probably not. I mean, I'm sure it's held up by something, but probably not foundation. Next slide. Oh, <laughs> well. You'd really, really hope it has foundations, but I'm not sure that it has necessarily planning permission for how high <laughs> it goes up. Next slide. Does this have a foundation? No. Oh, we, we know that one. That's no. okay. It's a it's big a tent. It's a, it has pegs, but it doesn't have foundations. This one here. Again, you'd kind of hope so, but I'm not necessarily sure that it has enough foundations for the way it goes up. Uh, next slide. <laughs> Big no, no, they don't. Sandcastles don't have foundations. Next slide. Oh, oh, oh. L Livy's going yes. <laughs> Richard's going yes. Oh, Matt, <laughs> engineer, is going not sure. I'm presuming that it has foundations, but they're not doing the job that they should be doing. All the foundations <laughs> have sunk. Uh, next slide. Well, Yes, they do have foundations, but this was on a television program we watched recently, and the people were renovating their houses and wanted to dig down into mm. their basement. And when they dug down, they discovered they didn't have the foundations they needed and had to spend £20,000 pinning their house. Eek! <laughs> so they have foundations, but not good enough. Scary stuff. Next one. Yeah, what happens when your foundations just completely go? So this has foundations, but the foundations are going. Yep, well done, everyone. Excellent work. Warming you up for the service. Um, thank you, Naomi. Naomi, I think we need to do a little bit of stage reorganizing now. That's exciting. Right, but whilst we have the Bible reading, I would like a few children to come up and build some Duplo houses, if that's okay. Reuben, that would be great. Yeah. Yep, Samira. Solly, Caleb, you can come up. Brilliant. Anyone else? Oh, Abby and Livy, that would be great. And would you like to come? Come on, that would be plenty. So we have um, some Duplo on this side, some Duplo on this side. Um, you could try and make it as tall as you want or as fun as you want. I don't really mind. So one of them goes on here, one of them goes on here. On to here. Okay. This is going to be a team effort in five minutes. It's going to be fine. So two Duplo houses, one on the Duplo base, one on the tray. You can see where this is going. Um, yeah. Shall we do our Bible reading now as well? Yeah, yeah Bible reading amidst the chaos. So Luena is going to come up. We're going to be watching a video of someone else making a Lego house. Um, and then about halfway through, we're going to read our passage for this morning. Okay, so 
Erin, if we could start the video. The streams rose and the wind winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Okay. Doing with these houses, looking very good. We're getting there, we're getting there. I've this just is a been real team effort. When they yeah. stand back, you will see these glorious houses. I think every block has been used on this side. Well done, well done. Love it. I was enjoying the commentary over here whilst watching the video and hearing the passage going, oh, he just needs to try again. The one on the sand. He just needs to try again. Well done. You have done an amazing job. And I think you're pretty much finished now, aren't you? Can we get it? That's okay. Yeah, I think we yeah. are almost... We could do this for hours. This could be the whole rest of the service. I practised this beforehand and realised how therapeutic Duplo is. <laughs> we need to build a giant house. A giant house. Right, I think you guys stand back so you could be behind yeah, it and everyone and almost like take a bow. Look at these houses. Well done, well done. Thank you, everyone. That's brilliant. Right, you can take a seat now well because done. I'm going to talk for three minutes and then these houses will come into action again. Thank you, guys. Brilliant. Right then, what was I going to say? Foundations. Why did we talk about foundations to begin with? Well, foundations don't really matter if what you're making is temporary, like a tent, or if it's really sunny all the time and there's no weather, or if what you're making isn't valuable. But if what you want is going to be permanent and it is valuable and there, is, there are weather, there is storms, then you need foundations. Um, so let's see how foundations have made a difference to these Lego houses. We're going to get a storm.
Now this one here has foundation. Yes, we're holding on to it. <laughs> are we looking at this passage today? Well, Jesus told this parable to summarize a whole day of teaching. And in fact, at Highgrove, if you've been in the main church service, since Christmas, we've been listening to bits of those teaching that was Jesus taught just in one day. And we've been looking at it for weeks. And we've come to the end of the series today, and it's being summarized. So Jesus stated some important and radical ideas of ways to live before God. And he summarized it by saying, if you live those ideas and follow my teaching, you are like a wise person building your house on firm foundation. You are being grounded in God. So let's see if we can remember some of the things that Jesus said. Now, I know that if you've been in the children's groups, you haven't been doing the same things that we have. But I imagine over the years, you have probably heard most of these stories anyway. So we're going to see if it's a wise or a foolish saying. So if it's wise, thumbs up. And if it's foolish, thumbs down. Wise or foolish saying, number one. Light your lamp and put it under a bowl. Thumbs down. Because what would you do if you lit a lamp? Put it on top of a bowl or put it on a stand. We don't really put lights in bowls now anyway. So. Um, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Big, strong thumbs up at the back there. Absolutely. Yeah. Jesus was saying, when you say something, just be true. Mean it. Well done. Do not worry about tomorrow. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, double thumbs up from Beth. Double Bert. thumbs up, yeah. Very hard to put into practice, but a very wise saying. Give dogs what is sacred. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. You're, you're very good at this. Hold a grudge against people. Oh, oh, yeah, we're, we're good at We are. We know well, this. Well done. We know our stuff. Well done, well done. Excellent. So, yeah, that's a no. Not to hold any grudges. So... Why did Jesus teach all of this? Because in life, we have some storms. We come across things that knock us about, a bit like that hairdryer. Um, and we want to make sure that our foundations are strong. So we are going to watch a short video of someone in our congregation who went through a, a storm in life that none of us would want to go through. And we're going to hear how it affected her and how she clung to Jesus through it. I'm, so I'm Lindsay and um, I am married to Smiley Neil um, and uh, the thing I like doing is um, going out for muddy walks and crochet. Oh, and jigsaw puzzles. Don't forget uh, jigsaw puzzles. Excellent. Um, so today in our services, we are thinking about the wise and foolish builders and we're thinking about when there are storms in our life and how we have firm foundations. So I wondered if you would be able to talk a little bit about a time when there's been a storm in your life. Um, yeah, so um, probably about five and a half years ago when we came back from holiday, 
uh, we had um, our, our neighbour called us and said, please come home, uh, that you seem to have a flood in your house of hot water. And uh, this kind of just turned our world upside down. Um, so uh, the girls and I um, moved out and, with, and lived with mum and dad for um, seven weeks, I think it was. And then uh, Neil stayed until we found a house and then we could all move out together. In the meantime, there were gallons and gallons of water in our house and um, hot water. So uh, the workmen had to take the ceilings down and take off all the floors. And so it was really topsy-turvy, our house. <laughs> and, an actual storm, really, an actual flood. It, it was quite a storm. Um, uh, but all the way through, we just knew that God was with us. Um, we had our loving Highgrave family um, who gave us so much support and um, we've had we had special meals we had Neil had you know curries brought round for him to cheer him on um, and but all the way through um, we just knew that God was providing for us um, and I'd had a wish list way before um, the storm about all the things all the DIY jobs that I really wished we could do and Neil was exhausted so couldn't get to do them and I'd sort of prayed God you know <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through this but I'd really love these things and then <laughs> and then the storm you know the the flood happened and uh, and then all the way through it and all these things and we started getting a new a new boiler a new um uh, sorry, but the new boiler caused the flood. So we got a new floor, we got new ceilings, we got new electricals, we got uh, new white goods. And um, and it was just like, wow, you know, our walls are skimmed with new plaster and we can paint it. Um, just enormous amount of work that we could never ever have afforded ourselves. And even though the flood was a disaster, <laughs> Um, actually, it was just a real sort of blessing in disguise. And, you know, the song that came out at the time was um, the Martin W. Michael W. Smith, yeah. um, uh, that God is with us in the fire and the flood. Yeah. And um, what the enemy intended for evil, God turns it for a good. And that song really spoke to me and sort of like, you know, kept me going. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was just like, thank you, God, even though it was bit dreadful and you know it was a lot of hard work actually God provided through the whole thing and um you know it, it God turned it round he turned it for our good and uh so yeah I sort of feel very blessed so you can see our nice <laughs> our nice walls and our new city <laughs> so yeah it was um even though it's five years ago it still feels all new and special so yeah really grateful that God was with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how do you think having firm foundations um, helped you during that time? You said you knew that God was was with you and for you. I think one of the biggest things was um, hope. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I think Ruth Marsh mentioned, you know, um, you will get something beautiful out of it. Um, something uh, and, and you know do have hope it, it's it feels awful now but keep going keep being strong because um you know yeah God will just provide all the way through and I think yeah just trusting God um you know I I just yeah it, it's just mind-blowing really <laughs> when you think all the things that happened but actually 
God was God was just carrying us and sustaining us all the way through. It's an amazing story, isn't it? Hopefully no one else will have to actually experience a physical flood in their house. Um, but Lindsay and Neil were still strong and trusted in God through it. Um, now, we all face different storms in life. The pandemic has been particularly cruel um, in the fact that everyone's going through a storm of some kind at the same time. But storms come in all sizes. It could be financial, ill health, bereavement, relationships. We all know what it's like to go through storms, but it's important that we have our foundations on God. Um, so... Most of us have smartphones and text a lot these days, so I'm going to ask you um, three acronyms and see if you know what they stand for. LOL, laugh out loud, or if you're old like me, lots of love. And you'd better not get them mixed up because they're inappropriately swapped around. Um, YOLO, Y-O-L-O. You only live once. I had to be taught that by teenagers. Did not know what it meant. And let's see if anyone else knows this one. WWJD. What would Jesus do? Absolutely. These are, are perfect. So um, in our family, um, we all had different answers to this um, because I'm a lots of love person and my kids are laugh, laugh out loud. And then they came to WWJD. He's like, oh my goodness, when I was a teenager, we had bands with WWJD on. And if you went to a Christian concert or um, you'd, you'd buy these bands and it would remind you in everything you do that you've got something on you to say, what would Jesus do in this situation? And when I think of this parable, the wise and foolish builders, it reminds me, what would Jesus do? And faced in any situation, I need to think about, am I being wise? Am I being foolish? Do I know? What would Jesus have done? Because what Jesus would do would be the wise choice. So what can we do? The next few slides will just briefly summarize what we can do with this parable. So next slide, please. Really, the best thing that we can do is to know Jesus' teaching and read the Bible regularly. As part of the congregation at the moment, I'm taking part in a D group, a discipleship group, where I'm being encouraged to read the Bible regularly throughout Lent. Um, over the years, I have read the Bible in one year, and I've been very um, particular reading it. And then there are times when I just go, oh, I've read the Bible in one year, I'm going to have a break. And then for a whole year, I'm like haven't actually regularly read the Bible. So this is a really good time, if you haven't already joined a D group, to think, right, between now and Easter, I'm going to read a little bit every day and be accountable with, with some other people from church. We should also practice living what Jesus has taught us in the small things and in the big things. And if really big storms come, if you know that Jesus has been faithful to you in the small things, he'll be faithful in the big things. We should also talk to Jesus regularly through prayer, Find a way of praying that suits you. I find it easier to pray with people. So I set up little prayer groups wherever I go. Because if I don't pray for, with my workmates for work, they hardly ever pray for work. Uh, the next slide, please. Learn from other followers of Jesus and encourage each other. If you find someone who encourages you, let them know. And try and be an encouragement to other people too. 
and then let your decisions and choices in the small things and the big things be guided by Jesus. So if you've never heard of it before, remember, WWJD, what would Jesus do? So that is how I would summarize the wise and foolish builders, by remembering the song and trying to remember what would Jesus do in each situation. Fantastic. Over to Annie.